Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. And what are we doing today, Inessa? We are recording the uh, the X-Men Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought, that. <laughs> brought to you. Brought to you by Sunkiss. Brought to you by Sunkissed. The kiss of sunshine in your face and palate. Tastes. Cover your tongue with fun. Tastes like with Sunkissed. Grape. Tastes like uh tastes like you what on the you mouth. think the color purple <laughs> tastes like. Oh, yeah. I should have had you bring me a beer. Now that I think about it. Too late. Mm. Yeah, we could pause. And I no, could no, 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 no. I love soda, and if we didn't have children, I would. Um, I, I'd probably drink a lot more soda if we didn't have kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love soda. I, I don't want to drink it though because I don't want them to drink. I mean, they do. They do have soda from time to time. Where we're not, you know, we're not Mormons, but no, um, <laughs> we're not. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, to my Mormon friends, by the way, um, <laughs> I, I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> no, we've got a lot of Mormon fans, so well, I we have know. to be I careful. Know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, every Mormon that I've known has been, been solid. Uh, for, and, and for all I know, they drink soda. They're the, but anyway, point being, yeah, uh, I got to beef with them having the occasional soda. Yeah, uh, no. left to my own devices, though, I would drink more soda than I currently drink. Hmm. I mean, you I, could I, secretly drink soda all day long, and no one would know. Um, yeah, it's different somehow. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I do have soda from time to time at home. Hmm. I wish that we had a soda machine at school that had like sold cans of soda. Yeah. We have a soda machine that sells 20 ounce bottles of soda. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit cuz for some reason I know bullshit. that it is not different but it doesn't taste as it's cold. Totally different. And um Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, and uh and there's too much of it. Yep. Yeah. Um and, and the fizz is off. And the fizz is off. Yeah. Like a diet coke out of a can is fine. That Coke out of a 20-ounce bottle is like a, a drinking the urine of a diseased mm. mule. Why does it feel less cold? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. But it, I think it's about time somebody did something about it. When are people Some going to say, we've it. had enough? <laughs> we've been tolerating this for too long. What happened in this issue? Okay. This <clears throat> issue is called Death by Drowning. And actually... <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff happened in it. A lot of shit happened. Yeah. And, and I'm going to um, remind myself by opening the issue. At some point, I started to wonder if it was a double issue because I felt like I had been a reading, lot. unlike the last one, where all of a sudden I was at the end. Yes. Um, in this one, I felt like I had been reading for fucking ever, yeah. <laughs> and it was still not over. Yeah. Um, Mr. Sinister. Mr. We Sinister. We finally see Mr. Sinister. Yeah, and he looks like a... He looks like you know, Colossus. Yeah, he does look like Colossus. I yes. guess it hadn't occurred to me. Uh, he looks like a like a movie poster vampire. Yep, he's got the fangs. Yeah. He, he, he looks like Morbius. We should talk about Morbius later. Morbius. 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 The movie Morbius with Jared Leto. Oh, I didn't see that. No, you did not. Yeah, uh, saw that with our son. He enjoyed it. I did not. Excuse me. Yeah, and I was not. I'm... I was not alone. The critical consensus is with me on on Morbius. That it was terrible. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Okay. So we see Mister Sinister. Uh, what happens? So many things happen in this issue. I'm just going to scroll. I'm not going to do like a live recap, but I yeah. am going to just. Uh, first of all, uh, he shows up with the Marauders, 
and he was like, you morons had one fucking yeah. job to right. kill Madeline Pryor. Yeah. And uh, Sabretooth kind of mouths off. And uh, he, like, Darth Vader's he Exactly. Him. He gets the, <laughs> the non-force chokehold. Yeah. By the way, um, you, you said you had, you had one job. Remind, like, Superman 3 is not a movie that anybody should watch. I, yeah. I, I adore Richard Pryor. He's a hero of mine. But <clears throat> nobody comes away from that movie yeah. good. There is the one great line. Robert Vaughn. Robert Vaughn, I think, is the actor. Yeah. Uh, speaking to Richard Pryor on the phone, and he says, I ask you to kill Superman, and you're telling me you couldn't even do that one <laughs> simple thing. Is that... <laughs> Which is, is... That's a fucking great yeah. line. Is and the that, way that he delivered it, it's so great. Is yeah. that the genesis of the you had one job thing, or is that that you had one job is like from something else, or is that just a thing I, that people say? It's just a say? natural thing. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, the phrase that I coined some years back, it's right there in the name, yeah. and then everybody started <laughs> using it without attributing it to me. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> But the the uh, I asked you to kill Superman, <laughs> and you mean to tell me? <laughs> yeah. So Mister Sinister is going full Superman three. Superman three had already been released at this point. Right. So yeah, yeah. Mister Sinister is like all pissed off at them, and uh, yeah, he's he sort of uh, uh, embarrasses <laughs> yeah. Sabretooth. Sabretooth uh, gets choked in the staff meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we're like back to Dazzler and Rogue and. Uh, they're, they're, or are we? Or are we? Yeah, they're like they're pissed off at each other. They're yeah. fighting. Um, Dazzler does the uh, pew pew thing with her yeah. um, <laughs> thumb and index finger. Yeah, uh, they w- one of them photons, which one of them calls the other one a hussy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, then you figure out that they're like in the in the game room, the danger room, the, <laughs> the situation yeah, the room, danger room. Yeah. the danger room, danger um, room. Yeah, and. Uh, Rogue is like seriously. Are you still like? Oh, I guess I guess Dazzler's in there by herself, yes. and she has created the situation where she's fighting right. Rogue. And then Rogue shows up and is like, seriously, are you yeah. st- are you seriously still mad about? You yeah, know? I told you I was sorry. Yeah, and, and we're referencing some some things that happened in the Dazzler comic, but I told you I was sorry. Probably Rogue tried to murder her. Yeah, yeah, no, she's like, <laughs> probably a bunch of times. Look, how many times <laughs> do I have to say? Yeah. Um. So that happens. Then we're like in in the desert with uh, with this was my favorite part, the part in the desert. Yeah, with uh, Naze. storm and Naze. Naze or Naze. The the accent mark kind of moves around, and I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Yeah, I'm I'm going to continue to say Naze <laughs> because fun. that's yeah. funny, and it sounds like Moe's from uh, from from the, the office. office. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so he's talking about you know, there's like these two elemental. Uh, creatures against this fate, <clears throat> Forge the Maker and Aurora, uh whatever, and some somehow Forge has to be either saved or killed or something. But my favorite that? part of this is like uh, when when he's like, I was offering prayers on our journey, and she's like, what comes next? And he goes, we go, leave the Jeep. And she's like, but it's a rental. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes on, and she's like, hey. like, yeah. but if we know where he is, why do we have to do this whole Why can't we just go there? Right. And he's like, right. oh, grasshopper. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So many things you don't understand. How little you know, <laughs> yeah. Windrod, how much you must learn. Yeah, the road of the coyote is long. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Its paws will be Your dusty. mind is in a state of readiness. <laughs> so that was yeah. that that whole bit. I read it twice because it kind of uh, yeah it kind of amused me. Okay. Um, then we're in San Francisco, San Francisco, and a mistake by the lake. I'm trying. To, I <laughs> it's Cleveland. Sorry, it's we the, apologize. Uh, uh, it's Francisco. how to be gay by the bay, San Francisco. <laughs> 
That's funny. Um, I don't remember. So they're there and they're like watching this hospital where Madeline Pryor is. And then the marauders show up to maraud her. And that's basically the rest of the issue. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah. We've got to fight. But I don't remember. Like, do we know why she's there and where Cyclops is and the kid? Cyclops and the kid, you can read uh, more about in the pages of X Factor. We know why Madeline is there. She was attacked. Uh, I don't recall which issue, but she was attacked in the X-Men and she was in a coma briefly. And so it was like 10 issues ago Mm, that she was in the hospital. You all can't see me because this is a podcast and also you all don't exist, but I'm making- Oh my God, put that down. (laughs) Yeah. I'm making a confused face because yeah. I don't actually remember any of that. But okay. Okay. Uh, it, anyway, she's in the yeah. hospital, whatever. So the marauders showed up, show up and um, there's marauding. Yes. Some other things happened. Uh, Longshot takes a long shot and saves everybody. Right, right. And uh, Wolverine, you know, has doubts about uh, himself, life, and uh, and Alex Summers, or Havoc, I guess, is, yes. his, is his name. Uh, there's more marauding. And let's see, uh, Rogue sort of takes Madeline away from the hospital because they're trying to destroy the hospital. They end up in this kind of underwater, uh, surrounded by metal situation. Yep. And, uh, oh, oh, we, we, are you already past the bit where we find out that Polaris, Lorna Dane, is now working with the Marauders? Right. Having Pol- acquired a... a- impressive bit of neckwear yes now she's got the choker so she's actually the girlfriend of havoc havoc yeah she's the girl right right (laughs) right (laughs) i was gonna say that she's the girlfriend of madeline Pryor's husband's brother but that's that's correct yes yes right so yeah they're all confused she's there and she's not just with the marauders uh she thinks she leads the marauders although i don't know where that leaves uh sinister because i think he thinks he leads the marauders um so then they uh there's a there's a psychic blast as usual and uh psylocke is is out of commission for everyone's brain almost explodes and in the end rogue and madeline Pryor end up underwater and the only one that can save them is dazzler and she doesn't really want to She's just like, I really don't. I wish I didn't have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a hero. It's really cold down here. Don't want to be heroic. Yes. So then she saves Madeline. And then Rogue is like, no, no, save yourself. And Dazzler's like, yeah. Well, that's... all of these are thoughts happening in their head. They're not communicating with one another. Or, or are they? I don't know. I thought that they somehow were. You're right. Now that I look at it, I see that they're thought bubbles. Yeah, they are thought bubbles. Uh, possibly Psylocke is helping them communicate. Yeah. The issue is not clear on that. Yeah, I need fair. to read this yeah. again because I, I had read it as their own interior monologues. Yeah. So then Dazzler leaves and is like, you're right. I probably should save myself. But then she comes back and uh, she can't, she can't uh, dazzle her way through those, those uh, grid, grid, a T-bar. What are they called? The iron, the metal things that are wrapped the, around them. Right. So she can't, the, but she weakens, yeah, she weakens them just enough that uh, Rogue can break out of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're both saved. They well, and Rogue saves Dazzler. They save yes, each they other. They save because, each other. Because you know, Dazzler uh, pew-pews uh, the, the eye beam with her, her laser pointy Power. finger. And uh, she passes out immediately afterwards. But she weakens the beam just enough That's for Rogue That's what I just Rogue said. To... She weakens the beam. 
Okay, I didn't say you didn't save Week in the Bee. I said they're saving each other. I just want to make sure that we got all of the order of operations in there. Yes. This is not a subtle criticism of your descriptive powers. Better not be. It, it isn't. I just said that it isn't. And there's no need to say better not be. Better not be. Yeah. Well, I will say you don't need to say, you, you better not say better not be. You better not say better not. <laughs> all right. So then anyway, at the end, they're both like, they're in the San Francisco Bay uh, they're happy that they're alive, and then Polaris is like, "You two are really fucking annoying me, and I can't wait to kill you in the next issue." Can't wait to kill and you. Yeah, that's where we leave off. That's where we leave off. All right, yeah. what did uh, what did we think of this? Um, I thought it was I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. Um, I read it like I read it kind of half of it, uh, maybe two nights ago. Yeah. And then I had those. I was like, "We've already done the thing with the Marauders. We've already seen yeah. Nays. We've already done the thing in the Danger Room. How much more of this could there possibly be?" And I was on like page ten. Yep. So then I was like, "I'm going to bed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read the rest of this. It's a and lot I, of action crammed into this thing. I read most of it. Um. Then the rest of it, like this morning and just now, um. You know, did my usual amount of poor research. I did read the Powell about it sometime. Yeah, I read the Powell as well. Sometime yesterday. And I read the um, Gentleman of Oh, you Leisure. did? Oh, oh yeah, you're um, way ahead of me. Yeah. Huh? I said you're way ahead of me. Uh, if by way ahead, <laughs> I've done one extra thing. You've yes. done one extra thing than me. Yeah. I, yeah, I read the uh, Gentleman of Leisure. It, 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 nothing about that uh, stuck out with me. So, um, it, it, I, I can't recall if you said it or not. D- did you enjoy this issue? Yeah, I, 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 I thought think it was did. all right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but I did disagree. Trenchant so. commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we get paid, the yeah. big advertising dollars By the way, um, uh, uh, the Doughboys is a great podcast. Uh, and by the way, go listen to the Doughboys. Press pause on this thing or, yeah. or stop, you know, <laughs> remove it from your downloads. The Doughboys, uh, they had a show where they went to Quincy, Massachusetts, and they went to some pizza place that Mike Mitchell really loves. Uh, John Hodgman was one of their guests. Mm-hmm. and It's a, like a live show. I told you this. No, I don't think so. So, um, it it starts off with with, with uh, Mike Mitchell, Mike the Spoon Man Mitchell, saying, uh, reminiscing about being a child and going to this uh, pizza restaurant and how how much it meant to me. And then they're, so they're coming in like for the review, and Mike, well, it was really good. It was good. I liked it. And there's a John Hodgman said, "You've built this thing up as <laughs> kind of an iconic thing. The whole." You, your whole podcast has been leading up to this moment, and you said that it's just really good. I'm going to need you to dig a little deeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So I, my whole life has not been leading up to this. No, issue. no, no. And, and by the um, way, I, 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 I'm not comparing you to yeah. Mike Mitchell's uh, <laughs> you, uh, brevity. You couldn't possibly. But um, uh, yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, I guess you could. I wasn't, compared. is okay. the point. Anyway, so at the <laughs> yeah. end, at the end, because when I read this, I disagreed with it. Um, oh. Oh. Yeah. Now, now we're talking. Yeah. So he goes, like, the creative team works, this is from Powell, creative team works hard to sell us on what is, in many ways, a whole new comic book as different from the Uncanny X-Men of one year ago as the Cockrum X-Men are from the Lee Kirby iteration. Yes. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, you know, Claremont and Company, however, delivers such a vibrant, adventure-filled comic that one scarcely misses the previous team. Eh, I disagree with that. I, I okay. miss the previous team. <laughs> um, I see both perspectives. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's this this latest assemblage of X-Men quoting again. Scrimped and scraped from other adjacent mythologies in the Marvel universe are proving every bit as convincing as their predecessors. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just like I have a founders, you know, that's where I started reading, so that's like the Saturday original. Night Live peaked when you were in college. Saturday no, younger. High school. Yeah, yeah, school. sorry, you're yeah. correct. High school. High school. Yeah, yeah. Saturday Night Live peaked in high school. Yeah. For everyone of every age. Or <laughs> Or <laughs> remembering actually something that was set on WXRT. XRT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. XRT's <laughs> not as good as it once. No, it's it not as, as good, good as it, as it used, used to be, and it never was. It never was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I can see both perspectives. Even even beyond th- this this notion that whichever team you start, whichever Saturday Night Live cast you you come of age with, um, even allowing for that. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm sympathize, I sympathize with your view, which, and I'm not quite sold on this as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still feel like, and I'm reading this issue fresh, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I've mentioned this before. I, I feel like Claremont is doing some table setting. Uh, so, Kitty and Nightcrawler and Colossus—they're all—they're gone, man. <laughs> Yeah. And so we have Wolverine and Storm and Rogue. Uh, she's actually just like basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will accept her and, as and, and an, Rogue yeah. as uh, the only members that have been around for any any duration. So we've got what Longshot, Psylocke, and um, uh, Doodab, Dazzler. Dazzler doesn't feel like a team to me. Well, and Storm and Wolverine. I said Storm and Wolverine. Storm, yeah, so yeah, are they, they're the only. I said Storm, Wolverine, and Rogue are the oh, the gotcha. old guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying like the new members, all of them collectively don't quite feel like a team to right. me. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I, one of the first things I noticed when I picked up this one was continue reading. God damn it! Yeah, I can't find it. Do, do, here you can. It doesn't matter. It was just like the 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 front. Um, you know the the front little like panel with all the people. The corner box. Yeah. Yeah. That I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't care about long shot. Like, especially because like he just. I mean, maybe all of them just kind of showed up, but like he, I just felt like he really was just like, one day he was just there. True. Yeah. And I have one of these days I'm going to read the long shot miniseries. He also shows up in an annual. Long shot as a character doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Yeah, and like the older, so it's just. I guess that's Dazzler, Longshot, Havoc, and Psylocke. Oh, God, yeah, Havoc is there, too. I on the, on the thing. Yeah. But, like, none of the others are even, like, Rogue's not there, Storm's not there, Wolverine's not there. Yeah, and, it's almost, uh, like, deliberate <laughs> just saying, yeah. hey, here's the new team. Yeah. Um, it, what it reminds me of is the Avengers, and, again, this is the comic book iteration of the Avengers, not the film. Mm-hmm. Um, the Avengers in the 80s, I, I would... I checked in and out with them. Uh, one of the reasons why I never really stuck with that book is the team members, it was a fucking revolving door mm-hmm. in Avengers Mansion. Uh, <laughs> and I was never sure who the core team was. Now, the Silver Age version of the Avengers, they did that, but much, much less so. So you kind of had a core team. You had, you know, Hulk, Captain America, Thor, uh, Ant-Man, uh, some shit. Sure, but, yeah. um, Iron Man, yeah. Um and it feels like that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. I like a stable team, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to know, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many years? I mean, I can do the math, I guess, if I take a minute. But like, how many years have passed in the real world since we started reading issue seven? One thirty-eight, seven. Yeah, yeah like so, we're I mean, we're eighty-seven, and and I think one thirty-eight started in like nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it, it it's been a while. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But and, yeah, I yeah. I I want some of the. Uh, yeah, I, I might not ever get what I what I want to some of the old mm. people to come back, but that's okay. Uh, well, you. Depending on how long you're willing to wait, you'll 100 percent get. Yeah, that. no, you'll get, I mean, you'll get Jean Grey back in the X Men. Yeah, <laughs> someday. Yeah, Beast will return to the X Men yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what did you think of this issue? Enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it, it it not a slam dunk, mm-hmm. but um, it, it I, I did I did enjoy the action bits. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. and I think one of the things that I enjoy about um, action in a comic book, you know, in static pages. As I'm thinking about the fights that I read as a kid that were all really cool. Mm-hmm. It, it, you have to have a sense of location where this is all taking place mm-hmm. and interaction with not natural and fumbling over my words here. I- interaction with actual things. Okay. Um, Okay, I, I'm, I'm really, really, I've really thought about this clearly <laughs> as of... <laughs> this is an idea that I as just of one had second ago. right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm remembering a, a fight between Daredevil and the Submariner, okay. which was just really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I liked about it, like there's a, uh, there's a wrecking ball and, and Daredevil like is swinging in on a wrecking ball. Wrecking balls, which maybe we don't use anymore to wreck things. We just use like detonations, (laughs) explosions. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, It was the sixties. I mean, this was this was like nineteen sixty four, sixty three, something like that. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, I saw that and like really, really cool because these are all things. I I didn't live in Manhattan, but like I I know what all of these things look like. Yeah, and so imbuing reality with with something. Uh, on top of it is engaging to me. So there has to be a sense of location. You have to know where these things are happening. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's just the wrecking ball <laughs> because <laughs> they, they, they're, they're fighting in a construction site. Yeah. Right? So, okay. So this has some sense of I- I interaction with a, a, our real physical world. Sure, world, sure. Uh, fight scenes that happen like... Uh, in a space location, they're not as good. Mm-hmm. They're not as engaging. They can be good, but I think they're much harder to pull off. Yeah, or um, underwater. Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll invoke the MCU. One of the reasons why the fight scene in Civil War is so great mm-hmm. is because it has that. Mm-hmm. Because it's a film, they have to know physically where and when everyone is, mm-hmm. and. Th- there are airplanes, <laughs> like there's baggage yeah, yeah, claims yeah. and shit. Uh, so it, it's just very easy to imagine that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, mm-hmm. so the action here had some of those elements, and that was a good thing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the action was good, but I mean, you know, I always like the ones where they do a little bit more like talking and, uh, oh, and introspecting, yeah. but not like Dazzler's kind of talking because I find her to be. And I think they maybe kind of want to make her seem a little bit like petulant or annoying, <laughs> yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, Rogue's grown on me, and the others, yeah. you know, Longshot. He doesn't even say anything, 
He's just yeah, like, uh, no, yeah, I thought silly. I'd take a chance and uh, sweep you out of this building. Right. And Havoc, I think he like pretty much just got there. Havoc, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Another I, thing, too, is like, has he not, like, has he called home and been like, hey, I wonder where my girlfriend is? Like, yeah, they I don't lived know together. On. They were all, like, loved up at, like, yeah. two issues ago. Yeah. It was like, has he just, like, I, I'm having a hard time getting a hold of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a solid memory of what that character was like. Because, you know, he's a Silver Age character. Yeah. Um, I think Roy Thomas, or uh, I think, created him. But um, the he is it me, or does Havoc, in the, the last few issues that we've seen him, does he come across, like, real emotionally unstable? Yeah. I don't even know what his... What's his... Wait, wait, yes or no? Um... No, he okay. just comes across okay. as nothing. Like I don't have any right, sense right. of him at all. Okay. To me. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. even know what his power is. Is what I was gonna say. Oh, his power. I mean, <laughs> his power is uh, sci-fi fantasy bullshit. <laughs> he, he he can he can send beams of I don't know shock force or something. We've already some got bullshit. some like that. Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> they they do say that. Because he and Cyclops, he and Scott are brothers. Scott does basically the same thing through his eyes, so they have similar, very complementary, not complementary, similar powers. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that, that's what, it, his what like out of the tips of his uh, yeah, whatever yeah, fingers with shit, his you know, balls. Yeah. I mean, not, not, not as silly as the. Uh, uh, the laser gun. They should have some the rubber band shooter. That, uh... <laughs> I was gonna say they should have some superheroes with like weird, uh, you know, weird powers. But of course, they have already done that in that uh, hilarious movie with uh, William H Macy. Mystery Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can come back to that. But the limited series to, yeah. da- uh, Beauty and the Beast, which is Dazzler and the Beast, they do have a mutant with obscure powers. I can't remember what it is, but like the mutant's power is to change the color of leaves. I think. <laughs> Something, it, it, it's something just really <laughs> useless like that. Like, fuck yeah, why do we not have, like, if, if mutants are the next phase of human evolution, but, but all of these evolutionary steps forward are destructive <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. just like crazy. You know, I, I, that, Charles Darwin <laughs> would say, well, you know, sometimes um, yeah, yeah, we have things that are, that are trivial and incremental and so forth. Yeah, fair. Um, should be a mutant that, like, when they pass gas, it's like, it just, like, just smells like something <laughs> it really... It smells like, uh, it smells like popcorn? No, like, it's just okay. something delicious or, like, someone's, yeah. like, like, ch- like a childhood memory of a smell for okay. people. And that, yeah, that sort of just distracts them long enough that they can, they like, can punch them? pow them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And pow them. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a punching thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, or they don't know. You're explaining for our listeners. And, and also, there are no listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Longshot's power is to be very lucky, and that's a bullshit power. <laughs> it's a bullshit power. By the way, that was initially the reverse of that. It was uh, the Scarlet Witch's power, which is to be unlucky. No, no, no. She would she would hex people, so yeah. that very unfortunate things would happen. Would happen to them. To them. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet Witch is a character whose powers. I've just changed a bunch yeah. over the years. Yeah. I, I remember when, when Ultron came out, a couple of people said, um, not unreasonably, that Scarlet Witch's powers are just really, really vague, and we're not quite sure what they are. They weren't and, they and, just to like do this with a thing? <laughs> do, do you remember <laughs> like Ultron? Uh, she 
She could like make people see yes. negative things, yeah. right? Yeah. For one and only one movie. Right. <laughs> Right. And and then eventually and she, she can, can move things. Eventually she can alter the entire fabric of reality. When, when people say like, like, ah, we don't even know what our powers are. And and um, Elizabeth Olsen even said, like, I'm not in interviews. Yeah. I'm not sure what my powers are. Uh, and people felt that this was a, a kind of a creative a bit of creative laziness. Yeah. My thought was they are following a time-honored tradition no, right, with this like character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is as powerful as you need her to be. Yeah. <laughs> and she can do kind of whatever the fuck. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But right. long shot's a weird stupid-ass thing. What did uh, what did the real gentleman of leisure have to say about this? Uh... Um, I, I, I don't recall. Uh, nothing Nothing major. Uh, they, they filled in some gaps about what's... About some of the contemporary narrative and other titles. Mm. Um, although not in any way that is super profound. Just... Mm. Oh, um, no, except for one. Um, Scott did take their kid, but their kid is like, disappeared or some shit. Mm. Yeah, Scott and Madeline's kid is... And so Scott is anguished about that. Unbeknownst to Madeline. We'll see where that goes. We will see where that goes. Well, or we or won't. We won't. Because yeah, we're not we might not. Max yeah. Factor. We might not. Uh, although we ought to. I mean, I, or I ought to, because uh, Walt Simonson was um, uh, writing and drawing. Was he writing them? Actually, maybe Wheezy was writing those. Hmm. Anyway, Walt, Walt Simonson was drawing those and also drawing Thor. He's uh, he's pretty good. Yep. Yep. Um, I think that might be all I have to say. I guess in the next issue, we will see the... Thrilling conclusion. The ongoing saga, I think, <laughs> not uh, a thrilling conclusion. The we, ongoing saga. Yeah, we will Mr. see what Sinister. happens yes. next yeah. with Polaris, Rogue, and uh, and Dazzler. We will get hopefully a better title than Death by Drowning. <laughs> Death by Drowning. I, mean, I had I, to read it a second time to be like, how do they even fucking end up in the water? And what are the like? Somehow I missed the whole thing where there were the beams and then they were in the water. Like yeah. I, I, that was too much action. I was, I was confused by that. That one might be on you. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I was probably trying to talk to, you know, somebody at the same time <laughs> as I was reading it. Yeah, 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 which is a thing that you do, and uh, I'm not able to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, what else? All right, what else? Um, I saw on Friday night in a theater. Uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across mm. the Eighth Dimension, or Buckaroo Banzai for short, and that movie's fucking great. Mm. And What's it actually about? Like, three sentences, what's it about? Can't do it. Five can't. sentences. Nope. So, <laughs> I, I, I said that... Ten sentences. Stop it. The Before the before the film began, they had, like, a bunch of uh, kind of title cards and you know, PowerPoint slides about background for the movie, when it came out, and what it cost, and all this shit. They said, John Lithgow <laughs> said... I've, I've tried to explain it for like an hour and I still can't describe what <laughs> happened. He's in the movie. Okay. Never right? mind. So, had your friend that you saw it with seen it? He had, but he didn't remember it. He, it said that it, it was on while people were like uh, playing playing cards or playing a game or something like that. So he wasn't really paying attention. And y- you must pay attention to... Well, you must pay attention to Buckaroo Banzai. However, you should not ask questions. <laughs> It's it's fantastic in that regard. Uh, here's basically what it's about. I will try to give you a capsule summary of it. Okay, I'll raise my hand if you're going on too long. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, what is too I'm long? I'm just for my, once <laughs> I start to lose interest, I will raise my hand. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Carry let on. let me know when I'm boring yep. you. Okay, great. Um, 
Bakura Banzai is a physicist, brain surgeon, and uh, rock musician. Okay. He has discovered a way to enter the eighth dimension using a device known as an oscillation overthruster. Okay. This, by the way, precedes the flux capacitor and back to the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's some similarity there. Yeah. Uh, he, he enters the eighth dimension and... <clears throat> We then find that, uh, oh God, what is uh, John Lithgow's character's name? Oh, damn it. Um, anyway, John Lithgow, another scientist who also entered the eighth dimension, but in doing so, he was possessed by one of the aliens from Planet 10. As it happens, there are many aliens from Planet 10 living on Earth. Uh, you can see them. If you breathe certain things or if, 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 if like there's a weird, um, um, not neurotoxin, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you change the air that you're breathing, then you can see them. Okay. Uh, or if you've been to the eighth dimension as uh, Buckaroo Banzai has, then you can see them. Okay. Uh, and by the way, that, the ability to see the aliens under certain circumstances, that precedes They Live, the splendid John Carpenter movie. From or Doctor Who. After that. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. Um, I mean, I don't know. The Doctor Who that we saw with David Tennant. So, um, Buckaroo finds out, so, so, so Dr. Dr. What's-It, uh, wants to get the oscillation overthruster from Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, the aliens from Planet 10 want to make sure that that does not happen and they threaten to destroy the Earth. So, Buckaroo Banzai and his band, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, (laughs) must, uh, thwart the evil doctor. Okay. Yeah. That was good. That actually wasn't so bad. Yeah. yeah. Does it have a happy ending? Oh, does it? Oh, my. <laughs> it has. Wait, is it is it a live action movie or is it like a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, cartoon? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, both, frankly. Yeah. It, it is a live action cartoon. Yeah. It, okay. it, it's it's like, it's, it's Saturday morning fun bullshit. Okay. Uh, the ending has one of the best closing credit sequences in any film ever. Mm-hmm. It, it, it like I, I want to emphasize that, but it, it, you're really damning it with faint praise when you say, "Oh my God, you're not going to believe the closing credits. They're so fucking great." Better than the closing credits for uh, for was it Guardians of the Galaxy where they had? Uh... I, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. yes. I, I don't know which one you're referring to. Did but, they have but... one with David Hasselhoff? Oh fuck yeah, loads better than okay. that. That uh, wasn't a even that thousand good. Percent, just, a those thousand... are the only <laughs> those are the only closing credits that I can. That's the other remember. thing too. Like yeah. it's not like there's tons of competition yeah. uh, there, um, but yeah, it, it it it's it's so fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> the movie's great. The audience there was on board several mm-hmm. times. Uh, the, the the theater erupted in in, in applause. Yeah, yeah, so and it was, it was sold out. It was sold. The theater's pretty small. Um, I mean, gosh, it, it might fit a hundred people. Oh, that's not. I mean, small. Like when I when I when you say small, I think of like the small theaters at Silver Spot, which are like oh, those are pretty four small. rows yeah, yeah, of yeah. ten. You know, they fit yeah, like fair. maybe forty yeah. people. hundred is small. Um, but and not. I'm trying to think about that. Yeah, it's probably like ten rows of ten. Yeah, maybe it's not too small. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that was great. That's another thing that's going on. Buckaroo Robanza. Oh, and, and um, he's also the star of a comic book. Sure. And at one point, they, they they show one of the comics, and it's it's published by Marvel. Mm, fun. Uh, who who did actually I think do some Buckaroo Robanza uh, comics? Yeah. Cool. Cool. What else is going you on? Enjoy, with you, you enjoyed you enjoyed that outing. You were so happy when you came home. 
or when you told me about it the next day and when you planned that you were excited. Yes. Adorable. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, the kids have seen that. You have not. I, I would gladly watch it with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on pop culturally? Uh, the Bengals will not be playing no! in the Super Bowl. Very sad. Sad days. We Sadly, I was very sad when I woke up yesterday. Yeah. and uh, They had lost. They had yes. lost. Yeah. Very sad. Um, what else did we do? We watched Inception. We did. We watched that in Saturday night. Do you like Inception? What are your thoughts about Inception? Did, you know, I liked it, but didn't love it. I thought, Yeah. and I know that you know that I'm going to say this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what you're going to... Oh, my... Oh. <sighs> I thought it yes. was too long. But you can bend time. <laughs> I can't. Why do, you, why do you never bend time in such a way that films are not too long? I do sometimes bend time in such a way that films are not too long by falling asleep during them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was, like, outrageously too long. I thought that the... The part that I found to be too long was like the um, the returning to the battle scenes in the snow mm -hmm. snow place. Yeah, that part I found those scenes I found to be kind of tedious. Like I okay. very quickly lost track of what was happening and who mm -hmm. was there and why they were doing what they were doing and everybody like it just looked like the uh, you know the ice the ice planet from Star Wars. <laughs> Or the snow planet or whatever the hell it was. What was it called? It had a name. I'm sure it had a name. <laughs> if we had listeners and we were on TV, yeah. it would be funny for you all to see Brian's face right now. <laughs> well, you, you, you never <laughs> you never get the question out. You're always like suggesting answers yeah, or trying to be... Whatever, like, yeah. You say, hey, what was the name of that ice planet in one of the Star Wars movies? What was the name of the ice planet? Hoth. Okay. So it kind of looked like that. <laughs> they were all wearing those like white... Uh, white outdoorsy costumes yeah. and uh, I yeah. couldn't tell who was who. So in that regard, I, that part, I, those parts I found a little bit tedious. I, I generally, I liked it. Yeah. Um, period. So I, I might not like it hmm. weirdly. Um, uh, <laughs> it doesn't benefit from, from me thinking about it. it, it it's, it's cool. Adjacent. It, there, there are some elements of it that I like, but, um, Eh, eh. Yeah, I could do that. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. enjoyed it. But... I, I, and I, I can't quite put my finger on where it, it, it leaves me a little bit cold. cold. Um, I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. It, it, it's okay. The if thing... I never see it again, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. The thing that I, I guess, the, the one of the things that I liked about it is that it actually, like, left me thinking then afterwards, and this is a spoiler if you haven't seen this movie that's, yeah. like, multiple years old. It's, like, at the end, whether that thing was going to fall or not, yeah. the spinny top, like that, you know, I like, spent some time in the, whatever, day or so afterwards um, thinking about, you know, whether he was in reality or whether he was yeah. he's still dreaming. Um, and I always like it when something kind of makes me think about it afterwards. I, I do too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I spent scant amount, uh, a scant time thinking about that. Yeah. Um, visually arresting. Uh, it, it's a neat idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, dreams in a dream. Um, maybe, I don't know. I, it, maybe it's this for a, for a whiz bang sci-fi with some interesting ideas should have been more fun should have been more fun i don't find leonardo dicaprio to be fun in anything except for was... catch me if you can have you seen that yeah when the fuck did you see that I don't know. 
You didn't see it with me. Isn't that the thing where he's the pilot? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I I don't know. When did I I see that? Without me? Without you. When did that come out? It came out... um, I may be lost on when it came out. I thought that it came out um, shortly after you moved to to Germany. I may be wrong about that. Okay. Anyway, whatever. You saw that movie. Um, I I, I would like to see that movie. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Um, It's interesting you mentioned DiCaprio because when I'm thinking about the film and what I don't like about it, it's his face <laughs> that I that I see. Yeah, I find him kind of ad. Like I just find him as an actor. Right. Um, right. Do, do we need? Do we need to him for him to be estranged? Maybe that's not so bad. Him estranged from his kids and whatever. And okay, there's some additional emotional gravitas about it, but. Should have been fun, man. Yeah. Should have been fun. I thought by and large it like held up to its own. It held up within its own universe. Right? Like it. It was internally consistent. Yes, it was internally consistent is what I'm saying. Yes. I I, I, I see what you're saying. I'm not faulting the sci-fi mechanics. No, that was a separate thought of mine. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I can see. I see what you're saying. That it could. It definitely could have been. He could have been funner. But I. Well, the film. Could yeah. Have been. I. And that's just what I expect from him. Always. I always find him sure. to be a little bit like. Uh, Dower. Yeah. 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 Just not. Just I don't know. Un. Un. Unmagical somehow. Unmagical. In terms of acting. Huh. Ability. Interesting. Yeah. He was okay in the Aviator. That was all right there. That, that was a good. That was a good uh, match of uh, actor and role. Hmm. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else have we done or seen? We need five minutes of additional material. Oh, so HBO Max Mm -hmm. has the Larry Sanders show. Mm. I watched an episode yesterday. I started to watch another one last night after uh, the Bengals lost, but I fell asleep. Mm. Have you seen the Larry Sanders show? Um, I'm like maybe nothing that I can really remember. You need to watch it. Yeah. It's a it's a fantastic show. It's hilarious and I view it as one of these very significant shows in terms of really stretching the medium. Mhm. Hmm. Yeah. Is it like I don't even remember if it's like is it a show that's like a fiction show or is it like a sketch? Sketch comedy. Wow, you've never seen the show. Maybe I've never okay. seen it. <laughs> it is uh, a show where Gary Shandling plays Larry Sanders, uh, okay. who is a late night talk show talk host. Show host right. Yeah. Okay. That's maybe. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's How fantastic. How many seasons it, was it on? Four. Uh, don't know. Five or six, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have not seen every episode. I've seen. No, gosh, like probably half of them. Mm-hmm. It, it, you don't it, like it's not it's not serialized. It's not like there's a narrative mm-hmm. arc that you need to you know, keep up with. Right. But um, yeah, I, I want to watch the whole thing. Now. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. How long are they? About a half hour each. Sounds fun. Yeah. So that that was pre Sopranos. I want to say pre Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under came out before or after the Sopranos. Before the Sopranos. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Before Sopranos, HBO was doing some really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Larry Sanders is, um, with apologies to Dream On, uh, <laughs> the, the, the first show where HBO produced television really mattered. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Now I want to watch one. 
Yeah. 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 And hopefully I've not hyped it up too much. Uh, I mean, it's not Citizen fucking Kane, but it's it's good stuff. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we have any parting thoughts. We're recording on a on a Monday night again. That's exciting. Once again. Yeah. We're really committed to recording every week. I, I want to do this. Uh, we'll be at this for, I, I, I'm sorry to say, I think at least another year. <laughs> but it'd be cool if we could like bring it home. Yeah, yeah, we're, that'd be fun. We're, we're close enough yeah. now. I mean, close when you have like 50, 60. Yeah, no, I think we can. I think we can definitely do that. I'm on board for that. Yeah. 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 I am too. I love having goals. Uh, This is one of them. The other goal that I have watched 75 movies this year. Um, And I might get ambitious and try to get even more than that. Mm. I am going to try to get more than that. My goal is to read 75 books. That's Mishuga. I don't know how you can read more than a book a week. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that I will fail at that goal, but yeah. 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 I want to read like 12 books. <laughs> um, so, oh, I've got another uh, another comment to make that we won't commit to uh, uh, to the permanent record oh, okay. about, about goals and reading and cool. so forth. Yeah. All right. All right. Final word is yours. Uh, we will see or not hear you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.